Hey, good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Thursday. The sun is out. It's going to be a gorgeous day. It's going to be a gorgeous weekend here in the Valley of the Sun. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Legal, lawful, constitutional, and well, let's call it what it really biblical currency. Of course, the only thing that is. Gold and silver, wealth insurance, that's what we do here. Physical delivery of 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And uh, just another shipping day here in Phoenix. Uh, we're waiting. Product is somewhere. <laughs> Somewhere in the Rocky Mountains, Jason's uh, got a big gold shipment that's due any second, and uh, he'll be uh, taking care of all you people up at our our Denver location as well uh, as we get all caught up. Finally, I mean, wait, whoo, what a be- what a beginning of the year! Uh, incredibly, incredibly busy here at Patriot Trading Group as we're starting to see now. Uh, more and more people starting to get ready. More and more people starting to be like, yeah, I don't like what I'm seeing uh, today. Have you seen this coronavirus now? All of a sudden we went, you know, first I heard about it was like two days ago. Right? Eric brought it up on, on, at, on in 1360. And, you know, and he made a joke, you know, I, I, you know, Eric loves Corona beer, by the way. For you, uh, anybody up there in Colorado or here in town in Phoenix, uh, if you want to get Eric beer, Corona is his beer of choice. Uh, just a little, and I'm gonna make uh, throw a little Corona light. Not that that's necessarily what he would like, but yeah, that would make his wife a little happier. Corona light uh, for Easy E. He was gonna be on today, uh, but he's got some stuff going on. Got some uh, technical uh, difficulties happening. Over at at uh, Camp Cedarstrom today, uh, so hopefully we'll get him on tomorrow or next week. We'll get him on; he'll be around, and uh, as we get all set to go. But then yesterday morning, I'm not kidding. So you know, we got this virus; it it's came out of China. Uh, you know, remember we've seen this before, right? We had you remember bird flu, uh, and then we had, and I'm trying to think of what the oh SARS. Remember SARS and and, and so we've had a few scares like this before. Yesterday morning, they were acting like, oh, no, yeah, whatever it is, it's, it's contained. And then by yesterday afternoon, maybe it wasn't contained. Matter of fact, uh, got confirmed case here in the U.S. This morning, uh, it took another big jump forward. Uh, the the amount of cases. I mean, we were we we're you're talking about uh, initially a couple of days ago, not even a hundred cases. Uh, now they're saying uh, it's jumped to over six hundred and fifty cases, uh, and it's starting to spread uh, all over the world now. Uh, breakouts in Europe. I told you about the case here in the U.S. Here's the thing: China, by the way, quarantine. In entire city shutting down airports and nobody can leave uh, right now. Uh, and I, I don't know if this is even up to date because it's been moving so fast. 17 million people are now being quarantined in China. Now, I don't know what that means, right? I know that my guess is, hey, 
No, no flying somewhere, right? Hey, you're you're from this city. Uh, no one can leave, right? No, no getting on uh, the airplanes. My guess is probably no traveling uh, out of the city by train, right? Trying to keep everybody where they're at. But here's what we don't know: what what's the incubation period? You know, when somebody's sick, and then you have contact with them. You know, a lot of times. They don't even know they're sick yet, or maybe they're just starting to not feel well, and then three or four days later, uh, you're not feeling well. Uh, you know, sometimes it can be a week, especially with these types of, of uh, I'll say, more, uh, and, and here's the problem with this uh, coronavirus. It's a killer. It's a killer. Right, and I don't know uh, now how many. So it's already killed seventeen people, but that was back when there was only like ninety or a hundred confirmed cases. So we'll have to wait and see if that number uh, is going to grow. But now uh, it's in Singapore, Saudi Arabia, Scotland, uh, the U.S. I mean, you know, as it, this goes. But what if the incubation period was, I don't know, a week? What if it was two weeks? Three weeks. I don't know. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, this this is something got people a little worried. We don't know. Uh, I, I don't have any other details other than what was supposed to be contained apparently now isn't. Uh, the State Department has issued a travel alert, which is reconsidered travel. Why would we even risk it? I don't get it. But, yes, they're, they're telling you to uh, reconsider traveling to China's international airports. Uh, so uh, there you have it. So if you're one of those unfortunate people that uh, you, you, you have business in China, you travel there, be careful. Uh, be, be careful over there. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Who knows? I mean, could this? I, I, I don't know. But these are one of those things where you always, you know, you, you don't plan for this. This is why you have insurance, right? You have wealth insurance. Uh, could you imagine the effect if this thing started spreading? And, and, you know, let's face it. If you're in China right now, especially in these cities that are being quarantined, are you going out? Right? Are you even going out? Right? You're like, hey, I'm not going. I'm not going to be spending any money. Uh, could have some very pronounced effects. Let's hope that's not the case. Uh, but just wanted to give you an update because it just uh, just flashed up on the screen about an hour ago. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jacobin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Legal, lawful tender is what we do. Uh, hold on one second. One second, everybody. I'll be right there. I got a cough here. Sorry about that. Hey, we're back. It's live radio. You know what? I got a mute button, so I, I went ahead and used it. Uh, we're worried. So we're talking about that coronavirus. Wouldn't it be great? If the cure to the coronavirus was drinking Corona, I don't know. Maybe they should try it. You, you know, crazier things have happened. Uh, but but uh, that is kind of taking over. You know, you got the, the impeachment thing with, with the president. Uh, Steve Mnuchin, the Treasury secre- Secretary, was out. I love this plan. Saying that they're working on another round of tax cuts. Now, this is allegedly, for the middle class, right? I, I, 
We'll see. I, and I guess, let me tell you what I love. Should we be doing a tax cut? I'm always for less taxes, but really what I'm really for is less government, right? Uh, I, I don't mind paying my share of taxes, right? I don't mind it. But at the same time, right, it's gotten to the point, I mean, we've got horrible deficits, but Trump's talking tax cuts and saying they're going to have something out in the next, I don't know, 90 days or so. And I'm just thinking about, could you imagine, you know, for the election, right, are the Democrats going to attack them for it? You know what I'm saying? And, and and then they'll have to be out there saying, hey, yeah, we want we want uh, even the middle class and, and the lower class people to pay more taxes. I think it's great strategy. Uh, should we do it financially? I don't think so, right? I mean, really what we should be talking about is how do we cut government spending? I mean, have you seen what the deficit, you know, I haven't talked, you know, the deficit hit $23 trillion in December. I kind of stopped talking about it. I just looked yesterday. I was out of just curiosity. We're we're over uh, almost twenty three trillion, two hundred fifty billion. I mean, we we've added almost two hundred fifty billion dollars just in like the last month, month and a, not even a month and a half. And it just keeps getting worse. And, and so I don't know. I don't know how all this works. But uh, anyway, the Treasury Secretary uh, out there, I, guess, I, don't know if, I, I don't know if he was in Davos. My guess is he was in Davos, but I, I could be wrong with all the, all the other billionaires. But he says they're working on it to start working on what they're calling tax 2.0. And maybe the, the, it should have been tax cut 2.0. Uh, saying that additional taxes could be coming, the tax cuts for the middle class, and we'll be looking at other incentives to stimulate economic growth. Uh, they said that the tax cuts would pay for themselves. Yeah, I, I don't know. Right? How about spending cuts? How about that? Can we get less government? I don't think we can. Uh, even though growth has been uh, fell well short of the estimates for the last go-round, there's no questions. We need to slow down the rate of growth in government spending. See, that's not going to work, right? We want to slow down the rate of growth. That's still growing it, right? We, we need to actually, right, spend less. Not Well, we just need to slow down the rate of increase. That, that's not going to win. And, and, and again, I mean... Look at all of the promises. And see, this has been the big problem, is we knew these tidal waves of, of debt were coming. And remember, uh, I started warning you uh, several years ago about how, I, you know, the, the trillion-dollar debts. I was telling you back in 2015, right, we had hit uh, trillion-dollar deficits, well before 2020, and we did. Now, of course, they'll tell you last year was only 984 billion. We know that's not true, right? One of the, you know one of the things they don't count on the debt. By the way, is the uh, student loan debt doesn't count. So you think about student loan debt grows just that one category grows over a hundred billion dollars a year, and they pretend. Like, oh, no, no, because like, people are magically going to pay them back. I mean, we did the story the other day. Almost nobody's paying those things. Uh, but, but neither here nor there. We have another big leg up in 2022. 
And so now the White House is, is talking about, you know, collecting even less revenue. Uh, and, and so we'll have to wait and see. But I do like the strategy because I guess you're going to have to force like Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders to say they're not for that. And, and that never works, right? I mean, nobody's going to win the presidency, I don't think. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Saying uh, we want everybody to pay more. It's one thing to bash billionaires, right? People don't mind that, right? We'll make the billionaires pay, but uh, we're not going to make anybody else pay. Uh, and so we'll we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. But that is, I guess, now official. Uh, the Treasury Secretary announcing today that they're working on tax cuts 2.0. But on the other side of things, and here's the realities, okay. And I don't know if they'll do it or not, right? The We're running out of time. What is the time? I don't know, right? I wish I did. Is it, do we have five years? I don't know. Do we have 10? I don't know, right? Because we're seeing the avalanche of debt now. Now, the president the other day brought up a great point. Listen, we need to go negative like everybody else because it saves us money on the debt, right? It saves interest, right? <laughs> the, the amount of interest we got to pay at least goes down. Even though the debt's flying higher, it, it could be a lot worse. But then yesterday, somebody asked the president, about entitlements. And is it finally time to start talking about cuts to entitlements? For those of you that don't know what entitlements are, right? We're talking about Social Security, right? We're talking about Social mainly Social Security is the main one. And then you have, uh, you know, pension, government pensions, uh, the military benefits, uh, the disability insurance, food stamps, right? I guess all of, you know, there's all of those, but Social Security being the main one. Now, that's one. Oh, no, we're not touching it. We're not touching it. I want all of you to pay attention and hear me right now. We will absolutely touch it. I guarantee it. Why? Because we can't afford it. Right? Look at what's already happening now. Is China buying more bonds or less? Is the rest of the world buying more U.S. bonds or less? Right now, we have repo auctions that never end. Day after day, week after week. Now it's month after month. Why do we have these repo auctions? Well, the answer really is simple. Not enough people want to buy U.S. Treasuries, and it forces the banks to be the buyer. Now, the banks, all the banks want to buy some because they have to have what they call the Tier 1 holdings. Right? Remember, in Too Big to Fail, the problem was the, the banks were holding too much uh, ugly debt, right? What, what they call, you know, they have Tier 1, Tier 2, Tier 3, right? Tier 1's the best stuff, Tier 2's okay, and Tier 3's all the junk. And so now they, they make the banks hold... Some tier, it's actually brilliant. 
you know, think about what it allowed us to do by making that change. We probably, not probably, that allowed us to take another $10 trillion worth of debt on and not really get crazy. But now the banks are like, listen, in order for us to have enough cash to, you know, to make payments, right, to process payroll, uh, to send in uh, their, their tax payments, to send in mortgage payments and car payments and insurance payments, right, we need to have less, less of this money tied up. And so they use the treasury notes as collateral because they don't have enough cash. And they have to do this every single day. Day after day after day. And it's been going on now for, what, what 90, 120 days with no end in sight. And the numbers just keep getting bigger. You know, they, the first one started, the first repo auction started at like $25 billion. I think yesterday they pumped 90-some billion into the markets, right? So the numbers just keep getting bigger. And plus they got all these other special ones and all that stuff going on. But there's nobody to absorb all these treasury issuances. And so now we're talking taxes. I don't know, right? That's not going to help. You know, people say the tax cuts pay for themselves in, in... You make these arguments, whether they do or don't. And again, it's numbers game. Yeah, well, revenue went up. See, it paid for itself. But the problem is spending goes up even more, right? And so then does it really or not? I don't know, right? The only thing that we can do is pay less. And this is what the president started talking about in the interview yesterday about entitlements, saying that cuts in the future This is something he may be open to now. Talking about the social safety net benefits such as Medicare and Social Securities. Uh, In an interview with CNBC uh, when he was still over in Davos yesterday, Trump has repeatedly talked up strong economic growth. Uh, Of course, we know the budget deficit is just, and again, most of this not due to him. But some of it is, listen, him and the Democrats, he's gotten a lot of stuff. Uh, anything he's gotten passed comes along with a bunch of stuff for the Democrats, right? Big-time spending increases. He wanted to beef up the military, as an example, while the Democrats said, well, we need money for all these other programs, and we have all these things. Asked if entitlement cuts would be on his, inge- uh, on his agenda, Trump responded honestly. You know what? I'm going to say this. I respect it. At some point, they will be. At some point, they will be. And and, and again, I think this is kind of, you know, we got this perfect storm, uh, if you will, building, right? We, we, we've got uh, the, the, the big run in the stock market because nobody knows how to price debt. Right, all the central banks call it what you want. They're all easing of some sort. They either got negative rates, next to negative rates. Uh, they're buying debt like we are, right? Or they're running repo markets. Some of the central banks are buying the stocks, right? They're trying all the tricks they can try. 
And the bubble keeps getting bigger. But the debts and the burdens of the debts keep growing and growing and growing and growing. And and the problem is if there's a, a slowdown, heaven forbid, I don't even want to say the word. If there's a recession, the the then then all of a sudden it's a blowout. Right? All of a sudden you got a debt blowout. I mean, could you imagine uh government spending's up, you know, def, the debts are up double digits. You know, the first quarter of, of 2020, which was October through December, the debt oh, year over year, we had a 900, they admitted to 980 some billion dollars last year. They said the debt was up, it was like like 13% higher and growing. And so now the president at some point, I don't know when, right? I, I, I'm, uh, I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping that the next guy's got to deal with it, right? Because uh, I'm baking, first of all, on Trump winning re-election, but, but maybe that's when the whole electronic currency comes in, right? Big reforms to Medicare and Social Security and everybody gets less and I don't know, but it's the first time. Hey, somebody's finally being honest with us. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. The feminists have carried on a long campaign to use a federal law called Title IX to force colleges to cancel men's sports teams until the number of men and women on sports teams has the same ratio as the number of men and women enrolled in academic classes. Title IX quotas forced the elimination of 467 college wrestling teams, a particular target of feminist anti-masculine ideology. The attack on wrestling shows that Title IX is not about funding since wrestling is one of the least expensive sports. Other victims of Title IX include men's track and field, swimming, the elimination of all but 19 men's college gymnastics teams, and even even Howard University's baseball team. This injustice hit us hard at the Olympics in Beijing. The Chinese, who were not restricted by feminist nonsense, won seven out of eight gold medals in men's gymnastics, while our team failed to win a single gold medal in eight events. Other countries send their best athletes without regard to political correctness. Title IX disadvantages our country by denying opportunities to male athletes and pushing less talented women into sports only to get free college tuition, not because they are keen on sports. Reducing opportunities for sports is a major cause of the dramatic drop in male attendance at college. Why bother attending college if men can't play the sport they love? Congress has amended Title IX numerous times to carve out exceptions to this law. Exceptions for single-sex schools, seminaries, contact sports, fraternities, sororities, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, American Legion, Girl State, and Boy State, and mother-daughter and father-son school events. It's time for another amendment to get rid of Title IX silliness in order to solve the problem of the much-disliked 40-60 male-female ratio in college. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. If you're busy taking notes, you can stop now because these commentaries in written form and spoken audio are archived on the website phyllisschlafly.com, many recorded by Mrs. Schlafly herself. If you're doing research or missed a day, just go to phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and re-listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Blue collar of a man. He came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands. He was backwards, backwards, use words like no sir. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And how much economic engineering are the central banks causing? Right, and and and, and creating. Uh, a picture uh, that doesn't reflect the realities. And, and someone actually, and I, I, I can't take credit for it, but I'm going to tell you about it. Uh, this is uh, Joe Carson is the guy uh, that did the work on this. He was a uh, director of global economic research uh, with Alliance Bernstein, right? They were, you know, big research outfit. Wall Street pays, pays companies like this for all this data. They've been tracking Wall Street profits. And I've been telling you for a number of years now that we've had no growth in profits for years. Matter of fact, no growth in profits for at least two to three years before Donald Trump got elected. But how you know, but how can we have right this huge stock rally without profits? Well, they're saying that 2019 is going to be the fifth consecutive year where there's been zero and actually negative actual Wall Street profits. So we've got a bunch of financial engineering. First, you got all the adjusted earnings that, that you see on TV, right? Oh, hey, uh, so-and-so beat the street. They beat estimates. They beat it by two cents or ten cents or five cents. And everybody claps, right? And, and they get all excited. Oh, yeah, see, it's great. That, yeah, bye, bye, bye. Of course, remember, that's not their actual earnings. They were supposed to do that. Remember this thing called GAP, Generally Accepted Accounting Practices or Principles that they were supposed to use. And I I already told you, take the whole S&P 500. We're down to five companies that actually report a GAP number. Five. What? What? Is, yet all of us are supposed to put all of our wealth with them, right? Makes no sense, right? If they truly cared about the investor, right, and especially mainstream Americans, we would know the gap numbers. But anyway, I digress. 
Let me tell you what they said. They said this stretch that we're in will mark the longest stretch of no earnings growth since the late 1990s. And I only bring that up. And I know I hate to do it. And no, I don't want to scare you. This is trying to educate. We know what happened, don't we? Right? That was the, the big tech bubble. Remember, Alan Greenspan was a genius right before it all gave away. Right? The debt was $5 trillion then. Just five. Now what's going to be? Because it hasn't crashed. We're at 23 and a quarter. It hasn't crashed yet, but 24, 25, 26 trillion, right? 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 It, the problem's that much bigger. But here's what they said. Prospects for a 2020 profit growth look slim. And again, I, I've said, I've been telling you this too. All these guys, oh, forward earnings, this and for it's it's not it's not the nineties. It's forward earnings. Chris, I've been telling you that's it's just not going to happen. Those forward earnings, that it's fantasy. As well as given consensus GDP growth estimates of around two percent, it says operating profits. For the full year of 2019, they're not going to be fully released till March, right? This is another great one because they're going to, oh, no, hey, profits were up 2 or 3%. You know they're going to say it. And then in March, you'll find out, yeah, okay, well, they were actually negative, you know. But, hey, so what? We got forward guidance now. They said that, here's what they did. They said, we're going to use the narrative that operating profits and personal incomes and all that stuff and nominal GDP are going to be uh, relatively consistent. In other words, hey, we already know the facts on the first three quarters. We're going to use those facts for the fourth quarter. In other words, we're not saying it's gotten better, and we're not saying it's gotten worse. We're just going to use that. They said that the data appears to show that operating profits are going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of a couple of trillion dollars. Okay, couple of trillion dollars, which is the same that they've been in basically all the quarters for the last five years. Total operating profits... Uh, for for 2019, two trillion sixty five billion. That's going to be below what it was last year, right? So hence the negative earnings growth, and well below. And here was the high for all of. We well, go back for the last now. What would it be? Thirteen years. The high of corporate profits in the last thirteen years occurred in 2014. By the way, the, the that year, $2.12 trillion uh, was the number. So this year, 2019, we're looking at about uh, $2.65 trillion. 
That is uh, lower than it's been the last couple of years. Uh, but we've been pretty flat. In other words, it's not been a huge drop. But it's been flat. Right around $2 trillion has been the number for the last five years combined. Yet we've had this huge run on Wall Street. What does it mean? You know, I just tell you, we've had this before. This isn't the first time this happened. Well, when was the last time? Well, the last time was in the late 1990s. So when you sit there and you start seeing, you know, and Eric and I talk about it from time to time, we, we see all this record volume in the gold. When was the bottom of gold? When was it? Oh, yeah. The late 1990s. When was the bottom of gold this time around? When did we hit the bottom? 2015? Something like that. Profits haven't grown a lick since then. And now it's kind of like we kind of feel it, right? It's starting to kind of be like mm, any one little thing here and we go the other way. Patriot Radio News Hour. Yeah, it's, there's a reason why everyone's adding to their gold holding. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I've got uh, over the last couple of days, we've run a couple of different specials. One, uh, we ran a uh, special on five dollar liberties, and then yesterday we ran the combo special, where you had the ten dollar liberty and the ten dollar Indian combined. Uh, gold's up seven more bucks, eight more bucks, fifteen sixty-four. Uh, silver's unchanged, uh, a little over seventeen dollars and eighty cents. I've got fifteen five-dollar liberties left. Those were at four and a quarter, four hundred and twenty-five dollars, not four dollars and twenty-five cents. Think about it. Uh, no inflation. A five-dollar liberty, which used to be five dollars. Now four hundred and twenty-five dollars. Got fifteen of those, and then our ten-dollar Liberty, ten-dollar Indian combo set, which was seventeen hundred bucks. You got a ten-dollar Lib and a ten-dollar Indian uh, in that package. I've got ten of those packages left. So great way to get into the market. You got gold up again. Uh, right now, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, 1565, that area, we clear that. Uh, that puts 1585 and 1600. We could see new, uh, all, well, not all-time highs, but new uh, high since going back to 2013. So what would that be? New seven-year highs uh, could be here uh Today, tomorrow, uh, very possible. Again, the, the charts now uh, getting ready. Uh, if if we clear these levels, uh, and I've told you, I've been tell, warning you about 1585 for a while. We close above that, uh, and you might as well just write 1800 in. I mean, I, I, it's it's a path right to 17, but there's only like 20 $25 between 1700 and 1800 so uh, we're going to be... 
uh, right up on those numbers here, and you start looking, in, and you understand why, because people are starting to reassess the risk, right? Wall Street's looking awfully pricey, right? Because the profits just aren't there. Uh, the 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 report was talking about mid single digits that they're, and really most of the Wall Street guys on TV they're telling you we're going to have seven eight percent growth in profits. It's not going to be there. I want it to be. Uh, but it's just not going to be. How about this Texas Instruments announcing they're closing two plants in Texas? Uh, the plants are going to be closed by 2023, but they're going to start. Uh, if uh, You're either going to get reassigned or they'll give you a nice little severance package. Uh, I, and I, I look for it. Now, this is a release from Texas Instruments. Uh, I'm throwing this in. Uh, they've moved. To, they moved the jobs. Right. Let's let's call it what it is. They're they're going to make these chips somewhere else, somewhere a lot cheaper than the United States. But uh, sorry to cough again. Press release out of Texas Instruments just hitting the tape. Uh, two factories. They don't say how many employees are in there. Uh, the chip that was being made at that plant, they're no longer going to be making them, at least no longer going to be making them here uh, in the United States. But, you know, when you start thinking about Wall Street looks pricey, nobody, nobody is talking about raising rates. Uh, the ECB, uh, the new Christine Lagarde, right? The, you know, remember she was, what was she the head of? I think she was the head of the IMF. Now she's the head of the European Central Bank. She came out today and said, yeah, listen, we're, if we're doing anything, we're going to cut some more or quantitative easing, uh, similar to what we're doing. And now people are starting to what? Remember, the deficits didn't matter. They don't matter. They don't matter. Now people are starting to think, maybe they do matter. As this, as these numbers, they just start to get bigger and bigger. Uh, just a great time uh, to put gold away. Yeah, gold's up eight now, fifteen sixty-five. So U.S. five-dollar Liberty gold pieces at four and a quarter, and then the ten-dollar Liberty ten-dollar Indian sets at seventeen hundred uh, at eight hundred nine five one. 0592 right now the Dow's down a couple of hundred points uh barely back below 29,000 uh, and I'm going to I'm making an assumption here we had bad earnings uh P&G and Travelers Insurance uh earnings weren't so hot at either company American Airlines was in line uh even despite the issues with Boeing but it wasn't a great day on the earnings front. But I think most of this has to do uh, with with the coronavirus thing. And let, let's hope, you know, I, I, I want this to be a non, non-issue, but uh, certainly appears that, that it is spreading. Uh, if you're just joining us, the coronavirus, no word as to whether drinking corona will actually cure the coronavirus uh, has now jumped from about 100 cases. I think we were at 117 when I left work yesterday uh, to 650 cases worldwide, and more countries now are reporting it. We just don't know, right? I mean, uh, as I talked about earlier, what's what's the incubation period? How long? Uh, I would love it if they just said, hey, the person just got here or whatever. I don't know, uh, but, but how long 
has it banned and how many people around the world have been exposed to it. Uh, China right now is quarantined uh, 17 million people. And I don't know why this is, but Procter & Gamble, who I told you they had a tough earnings day, uh, said they are monitoring the situation. They said that the virus was diagnosed less than a month ago. We know that, right? This is this is something new. Uh, they said P P and G is saying it may impact their business in China. I don't know if they have factories there or what, but uh, anyway, what, I'll try to keep you posted as I see things happening. Uh, Pixel Radio News Hour final segment coming up. Hey, final segment on this. What is it? Is it Thursday? Oh, man, these weeks just go by uh, so quick. Uh, next week, I'll be up in Colorado. I'll be doing the show from up there. Eric will be uh, over at Camp Cedarstrom. Hopefully, we'll get those uh, technical issues resolved, and, and he can uh, join us on the program. But I will be uh, traveling on Tuesday. Uh, the Phoenix Open starts next week, so I'm... I plan this perfectly because uh, I, I live up near where the open is, and it's absolutely nuts. You just don't want to be there. So I, I, I'm packing up, heading out of town. I'll be in Colorado uh, all of next week uh, for all of you up there. I hope to see you up there and stop by the radio station, say hello. I, I got all kinds of stuff. They've got bumper stickers and ammo cans, hats, and all the you know all the usual stuff radio stations have. Uh, so stop on by, say hello, uh, whether you're buying gold or not, and, and uh, put a put a put a face to the name that you've been listening to for all these years. Today's specials, listen, five dollar liberties, love them. Four twenty five. I think about this. I'm putting two different packages. I got five dollar liberty of four twenty five. We don't have a lot of them, but you know there's 15 of them available at four and a quarter. Got gold up another eight bucks, uh, and on the verge. The problem is right here. We're right there. Uh, we break across this number. I'm, if it happens, don't be surprised to see sixteen hundred dollar gold. Uh, you know, in a matter of a day or two, uh, but at four hundred and twenty five dollars a piece, a ten dollar Liberty and a ten dollar Indian, the set. At at seven hundred or yeah, what is what are they in the set? How much? Seventeen hundred thing. <laughs> I don't, I gotta get retrained. Seventeen hundred dollars uh, for the pair of those. So you get four five dollar liberty, seventeen hundred dollars. You get a ten dollar lib with a ten dollar in the seventeen hundred dollars. You can't beat it. Eight hundred nine five one. Zero five nine two. Take the time. Keep adding to your portfolio, and it's funny now as all these pieces fall into place. Hey, we've seen this before. I didn't know. You know, it makes sense because I didn't start. Uh, I didn't start working here at Patriot until what two thousand three. So to sit here and see uh the that they came out and said hey guess what we had a stretch just like this before where there was no earnings growth and yet you had a super inflated stock market bubble and guess what it marked the bottom in gold 
in the you know, and then led up to the tech crash. Talking about the late nineteen nineties, right? Gold bottomed. Uh, what was it? When did when did the market finally crash? Oh one. So you kind of sit here, right? We're 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 in the same thing. Gold gold bottom. What was it? Gold bottom was twenty fifty. Maybe been twenty sixteen. I can't remember which was the bottom in gold. Uh, and then uh, now we've kind of had this this transition where we're kind of back halfway. You know, a little over halfway from the bottom. Uh, remember the last time gold really took off after that fact, and it kind of looks like we're setting up for that again. We went from the last time we went from two fifty. To almost two thousand. I, I let's hope it doesn't do that again. If it does, you know, four times, seven, eight thousand dollar gold. I don't want to see it. I really don't. But it, it's possible. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We'll be back. One more show to end the week. <laughs> 